Between the kids being home and hosting, everything in our house gets used up in summer. With Instacart, I can save money by stocking up on all my favorite summer brands. I save time by getting everything delivered in as fast as an hour. And I save myself a sink full of dirty dishes by stocking up on paper plates for the annual summer cookout. Save more on summer essentials? Spend more time enjoying summer. Add summer to cart. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome hey, to a, what's uh, up? <laughs> oh man, it's dark, isn't it? It is. What did you not notice that before? Uh, you know, it's funny. I did, but I don't. Not really a lot I can do about it because there's no place to plug in. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay, so get set up. So, yeah, we're we're 20 minutes late. We don't know where Greg is. I was supposed to be out tonight because I have an extremely severe headache. And norm, normally, it, here's what happens. Just so you know, this is the Five Heart Podcast. That's what it is. Uh, making it up on the fly because it's June and nobody gives a shit, do they? But uh, nor, here's normally what happens to me. Sometimes if I overdo things, uh, we. If you work hard and work hard and work hard, and then the next day More maybe hearts. you're a little tired, <laughs> with a brain injury, if you work hard and work hard and work hard, you pay for it the next day. And today all day I paid for it with a severe headache and unable to focus and things like that. So that's why I was going to sit out tonight. But we don't know where Greg is, so we're worried about Greg. And uh, Tweety, I think Tweety was relentless. Chair. That's what I think. Twe- I think he Tweety was relentless about – he needed his attention whore fix. That's you, yeah, buddy. Me? Yeah, yeah, dude, for sure. If I'm going to rush home from the gym on a Thursday night when I'm getting my swole on, you better believe I'm going <sighs> to fucking demand that I get attention. Okay, so Patrick Gerhardt is joining us, and I'm going to let these two mostly talk. Here's what we need to figure out. We need to figure out how we're going to do a little bit better job with our live shows. Uh, we may be moving to another platform that gives more people more control over what's going on. And here comes Patrick Gerhardt in his prison. Evening. Welcome, Evening. You, welcome you to the show. like a teacher if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, I was told to be on at 8.50 and I waited 15 minutes and nothing, John. What's up? Well, we don't know You're where it's now. <laughs> I was there with you, now. man. I was waiting, and I got blamed for everything, but it's not my fault. That's okay. Okay, so so so, what's going on in Huskerville? I'm the only one in the state pe- right now, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, yes, you are. Lot. Everybody's graduated. Casey Tominagas didn't graduate, did he, you son of a bitch? Who's that? We have this thing called basketball now. Oh, come up. yeah, that big guy? No. Oh. <laughs> the guy from Japan. With a name like Tosamanaga. Oh, yeah, okay, I hear it now. I hear it. Tominaga. Hey, hey, you don't watch Tominaga. men's basketball yeah, yeah. Ball at all? You paid no attention? Zero? Um... No, I haven't. I was trying to think. No, I paid zero attention to basketball. I really liked Tim Miles. Uh, <laughs> and then when, what's his name? Uh, the mayor or the governor, or the lieutenant, whatever they call him. Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Whenever he came in, I was like, man, I'm going to give this guy a shot. And then we sucked. And then I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> well, Casey Tominaga is probably the most. He's the the funnest player we've had. Consider him like Kenny Bell of basketball. He's okay. a guy that you just so he like drops watching. A lot of passes and gets more credit than he deserves. Oh my God! He I like. This is what or is he just brings fun. Us. He's fun like Kenny Bell. Did, yeah, did, he's did fun. Mamanaga buy you pizzas too? No. 
He didn't buy his pizzas. He makes a lot of shots. He was a damn good scorer from February on. And okay, how about if we move on from basketball now? <laughs> a whole bunch of baseball players. A whole bunch of baseball players entered the portal, mostly pitchers. People are kind of looking at the program and going, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I'll stop talking about baseball, otherwise. Tweety, you'll start going. Yeah, baseball's boring. And then, uh, any what other news is there, Patrick? For news, I think that's kind what? of it. I mean, uh, Nebraska. Oh well, the uh, this week the the media dropped a lot of the the schedule in regards to weren't you know what what stations Nebraska's going to be playing on and what time for this year. Uh, luckily, we are not seeing any games on Peacock. So that's one more streaming service we don't have to buy. So that's nice. Wouldn't have done it. I'd have gone to a bar. Yep, same. There is some interesting things. I was reading, um, like some hot take, not hot takes, like just takes, I guess, on like predict games that were going to be like blowouts, like the big biggest predicted blowouts of the year. Mm-hmm. In TCU, Colorado was not on that list. And oh sorry. They were like predicting it to be closer. Like I just don't understand why people is do people really think that Prime is going to be a good coach? You have to understand TCU has lost a lot of their team. A lot. Like, there are huge question marks with TCU coming in this year. Like, we're not talking like, hey, they might pop out of the top 10. We're talking they may not even be in the top 25. That's well, you know who else has lost a lot of players this year? Colorado who? Buffaloes. <laughs> All but three. Three? Yeah, I mean, but I know I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, no, I'm joking. No, the, the thing with the Buffaloes is at least they're bringing in a ton of talent that will not be disciplined so if anything maybe they might pull off that win just based on talent alone because tc because nobody knows what tcu has yeah that's Uh, true i mean it's it's i mean what's the line what's the line of that game do you guys know it's i mean where's greg i I don't know it off the top of my head i can find out is it under 10 Uh, i don't think so okay i think it was like let me find out i don't want to I'm already getting yelled at for having bad takes, so let me. Uh... Who's yelling at for They're bad all... takes? There, there are no good takes in the summer. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it, T- TCU's got a lot of question marks coming in, and that was a coach, first year head coach, with a vast majority of players from the previous regime. And, you know, he got, he did well. But he also, you know, the Big 12 was not that impressive. Oklahoma was down, Texas was. Hot and cold. Uh, Kansas oh. was good. You know, I mean, you got it. I can't look up betting websites on my work computer. Oh, <laughs> I had to complain. <laughs> I had to complain to get World Star back. So you're, when you do that, when you do that, does it block it? Yeah, it says I, you can't use that, and then it shows the logo of my company that shall remain nameless. That's what I do. that's what I do for my customers. I block everything uh, fun in their lives. FanDuel has it as negative twenty minus twenty two for TCU. Oh. Okay. Take that for what it's worth. Okay, so that's good. not that close at all. Not close at all, no. No. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just okay. but my point's still there that TCU's losing a ton of guys, so if if there's any question, that's that's why it is. So, but yeah, no, Prime, I, aren't we done talking about Colorado outside of them maybe going no. to the Big 12? No. Okay. I mean, we should You be. mean right now or forever? Like until the game. We should be, no, but we're not going to be because it's the offseason and the only thing left is hatred. Like what else, what else is going to move the needle? <laughs> it's like fuck the Hawkeyes and the worst fans yeah. of Colorado fans. What else is there right now? Why don't we hate Minnesota more? (laughs) Can I just make that a topic for a little bit? What? Why why can't we hate Minnesota more than we do? I think that I'm going to say something that's going to make half the people stop listening. 
I think that uh, PJ McBoatface or whatever the fuck his name is, PJ Fleck. Fleck, thank you. <laughs> PJ Fleck isn't as bad as people say he is. I agree. He's a good coach. I've said this on here multiple times. PJ Fleck, he, you know, he's got a he's got a team that can develop. You know, he may not get all the top names in terms of recruits, but he puts together good squads. He's got a good line. He's got a good run game. Histor- at least historically, there he wins for Minnesota. For Minnesota, but even I mean, he wins. I mean, he wins more than Nebraska does. Uh, by far, no, he's done much better. He beats Nebraska, but outside of that, you know, I mean, he's beaten Wisconsin, something Minnesota hasn't done in forever. He, you know, it's been a few years, but he beats Iowa. I mean, he, you know, he has winning records. He goes to bowls. He he's gone above and beyond what any Minnesota coach in my lifetime has done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's weird. I do think that people might, and maybe this is just me projecting. Maybe it's a little you, off. You have to read the, you have to read the comment. Because oh, Terrell Farley listen to this. Terrell Farley's taint says because Minnesota is irrelevant. Now you can continue. <laughs> it's a hockey school. <laughs> I was just saying that I think it might be a little off-putting the way he's monetized his son, but maybe that's just me. Oh um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the whole row the boat thing. Yeah, but maybe that's just me projecting because I'm a I'm a, c- a cynic and I think that everybody's an asshole for you know. But like, yeah. I, I other than that, I mean, in the rowing the boat in a suit or whatever it was he did in his pink suits and shit is weird. But I take him over Deion Sanders any day. Yeah. Do you think? Possibly. Do you? Th- do you think Terrell Farley's taint is right? We can't hate Minnesota because they're irrelevant? Well, I mean, outside of beating Nebraska, what have they done in terms of prominence? Nothing. Take that but I mean, what what's, what's Iowa done? We hate them. What's Colorado done? We hate them. Is it, th- is it this black well, and Colorado gold thing? Is there some kind of... They won a national championship before Osborne did. Yeah. God, Brian, you're old. And and they threw water or water balloons full of piss at Charlie McBride. That's sons of bitches, of bastards. Charlie McBride, who played for them. Did he? Yeah, he he played at Colorado, didn't he? Oh my god. I don't know the answer to that. If you play, I'm, 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 I'm going to sure. Charlie McBride. Oh. I'm pretty sure he played football there. Yeah, yeah, he played football there. He was an end and a punter. Oh, you got to be kidding me, Charlie. I I'm have dead. to go get yeah. water. Yeah, he played football there. <laughs> He's going to hear an earful from me. <laughs> you mean all those interviews you had with him and you did not get that out of him? The funny thing is, is I probably did. <laughs> like I was in his house once looking at all, dude, he has a wall of like posters and like um, sports illustrated and like just memorabilia from all the, you know, just like your dream memorabilia wall. Yeah. So I'm bet you anything that I saw it and my brain just refused to, like I just you saw just like moving. Face. Well, it was back before the. I mean, it was way back in the day where they just stunk. You know, because okay. is, isn't he from Chicago? Yeah, he's from Chicago. Well, he's from yeah. Illinois. I don't know if he's from the city or if he's from like, you know, Chicago's okay. kind of like L.A. where everybody's like, I'm from Chicago, but they're really from like Naperville, like two hours south. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I got you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, he. Yeah. So yeah, no, there's the connection there. Give him hell. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I might be going to uh, uh, Arizona, Arizonans for Nebraska. Um, nice. What's that? They used to be. They used to be huge. Are they still? They big still are they huge. Can... Okay. The 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 life size, the real life Herbie Husker, Kent Titsy. He's like the president of it, and he um, they're oh. throwing like a big shindig this summer. They do every summer, I think. And They've I went one ten great. years ago. And that's where I met Charlie the first time. And then I met Kent and a bunch of guys. And I guess they want to fly me out this July. 
just like as a 10 year reunion of when I interviewed all those guys. So I'm hoping Charlie will be there. That'd be That'd cool. Be awesome. again. How old is Charlie now? Old as fuck. Cause he reads, he, he wasn't that? terribly old when he retired. No, but I think he's like Osborne's age, maybe older. He's either pushing 80 or eight, you know, in that range. He's got to be 80, right? He's older than John. Oh, Barely. God, then he's old as fuck. No way. Oh, wait, this might not be him. Here, here, also a, we're trying. Look what I have. I have my essential oils to help my headache. This one is hope. Essential oils. <laughs> do we want to go on an essential oils tangent, or, sh- or do I not want to be canceled? Um, no, you can a, go on. This my one's motivate. Really Most wives are into it. I think mine are. Mine is to a certain extent. You know, my thing with you know essential what? oils is that everybody backs them up with they have all these healing properties where I would be perfectly fine if somebody just said, I like it because it smells good. You know, when I yeah. rub them on my temples, they, they, it actually. Good. There's nothing logical the, behind anything, any facts. Some of them help anyway. my headaches. They do. That's good because it smells good. It makes you feel good just by smelling it, right? That, here's my CBD oil. CBD is that working for you? Not it doesn't really. I you've got to, I know people. I know people that swear by this because it helps with their pain. It doesn't. Yeah, do but you need to take me. it for like two, three weeks before it starts working. If I remember right, right? I I, I don't know. What do you want from me? I mean, I've smoked more <laughs> weed than most people, and um, I still hurt. So. <laughs> I don't think it <laughs> I've actually my doctor told me that it causes that weed causes inflammation. That's you know, probably the, true. The deep studies on marijuana are not exactly extensive. I mean, they still no. like they, they still need to do more on it. So that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I, I'm sure it also depends on what strain and everything you smoke. So for sure. And if you probably it's probably better if you don't smoke it too. Yeah, I think anything is good if you don't smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where were you? You were going to Arizona to meet Charlie McBride and this uh, real life husband who's son of a bitch. I don't think I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be there. I'm going there to see Kent Titsy again, and um, I think they're going to show through these gates, which is weird. <laughs> How old is it's that? It's not now? weird. It's ten years old. And congratulations. Thanks. I mean, I haven't sold a copy of it in five years. <laughs> we just threw away like 200 copies. You still have the hoodies? Yeah. We're actually giving them away this week. I should I should, I should, should buy one from you. You don't need to buy one. If you guys want one, all you got to do is pay shipping. Happily. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving them away this week because I just, my wife's cleaning the house and we did a good job. We sold like 90% of everything and. That's really good. Yeah. How many hoodies are left for like two years? How many hoodies are left? I don't know. Maybe 20. That's not bad, dude. That's really good. We should, we, we could do a giveaway as long as people pay shipping. You should do, you should do through, through these giveaways to make them pay shipping, John. What? It's not really a giveaway. If we make, I mean, if we're going to do a giveaway, we can just, I can cough up the $7. <laughs> it's fucking expensive to ship stuff. Nah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll think about doing a giveaway. Yeah, I've got some Iowa Tears water bottles, too. I forgot about those. <sighs> you should do Through These Gates Part 2. The gate fell off. Dude, we talked about that. I. True. And Hus- it's, it's crazy how uh, Husker fans aren't so nice anymore. Yeah, no, not, not only that, but dude, like your background is in entertainment and comedy. Just roll with that. Make it one big, just degrading laugh fest. Oh, God. <laughs> the university would be so fucking mad at me if I did that. <laughs> They'd be so mad. They got mad Do because I showed, she- a, I showed a picture of a bikini. Oh, in, in it? Yeah, when I was comparing Hollywood... And they're like, can you remove that lingerie? And I was like, it's a bikini. No, I'm not going to read it. Are you serious? Yeah. It was technically, I guess it wasn't the university, it was uh, Tom Osborne's daughter. Trev's there now. You're fine. Yeah. 
Oh my God! You know that that really is goes down to we look at football as a religion way too much. Too much, you know. It's and then way there's too, a story way about Charlie McBride getting flipped off. They made me. They asked me to cut out. Is that all that stuff you put on Husker Max? Like all those little clippets that you couldn't put in? Yeah, not not all of them couldn't be put in, but well, some, some of them just didn't work. Yeah, in. but yeah, because I remember I remember one day or night or something like that. I just like went through all those, and I could see some of them. It's like, yeah, I could see why this one didn't go in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Okay, you guys that are commenting, I'm not really watching the comment because I'm exhausted. And there you go. Not I feel like you're gonna have. I feel like John's gonna have a panic attack. I'm. I don't do that. I don't have. Not a big fan of Osborne anymore. This is such an interesting conversation to me because I think about it all the time. What do you think about all the time? Tom Osborne. uh, Do you still like him? Uh, well, yeah, I, the, the problem I, I have with Tom Osborne is this, he's, he's held up as a saint and it, what it does is it, it, it takes away from the fact that he's, he's a human being too, but by not allowing him to ever be seen as somebody who has flaws, he's held up in this pinnacle. And the problem with that is, well, that's what they did with Joe Paterno, you know? And I'm not saying that Joe Tom Osborne has skeletons way back in his closet somewhere, but you, we're all human beings, and the fact that you have to be held up as a saint to by people is not. How is that inspiring to anybody? Honestly, I I don't see that it's it is. I he was listen. He's a legendary football coach. I possibly one. He's possibly in the top five of any that's ever existed. And Definitely that could be man. enough. It, mm-hmm. it, if that could be enough, but he has to be presented as a saint to everybody too at the same time. And that's that's the part that I look at it and I go, okay, just it's okay. You know, if he flaws, if he once in a while said, fuck you, Trev, out loud, I'd be okay with that. I think people would die if he said, if anybody well, it found would be very, he, It would be very out of character though. That's I don't think Tom right. Osborne is disingenuous. But there's I, point, I agree with that. There's a point where you have to go. Oh, you're you're not being disingenuous. I'm not sure how I feel about that now. Like when a politician uses religion and stuff, you kind of go, yeah, fuck off. But when somebody really means this shit, like you can't drink in the stadium because it's a sin, basically. Like you have to start being like, I don't know, man. Like that kind of stuff. Well, I think a lot of, I mean, uh, us three, we all grew up with Osborne. Tom, okay. well, John grew up with, um, who was the guy before, Devaney? Oh, my God. Jennings. Jennings. <laughs> John taught Jennings uh, baseball when he was a kid. I played <laughs> for Jumbo Steam. <laughs> but we did, oh, yeah, finish. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Patrick. We all no, you're fine. No, no, sorry. Dude, if you, got a, if you got a wisecrack, just throw it in there. Um, the thing is we all grew up since we were kids with Osborne. So we were brought up with him as something that you look, someone you looked up to and the way things were back in the day before media blew up, social media blew up. You had these coaches who were just revered beyond. Um, luckily for Osborne, he was pretty milk toast. Let's be honest. Yeah, he was like a few incidents. I mean, yeah, yeah, there were incidents. Give me a coach who does not have a few incidents. But like, I mean, let's, let's compare him to Bear Bryant, okay? And some of the misogynistic, racist stuff that guy did, okay? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, do, do you see what I mean? But Bear is still revered at the top of this sport. And but also in a state, any of that. Nobody talks about Bear Bryant except for ESPN and people from Alabama, which is an openly racist state. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that he would be. I think if he play, if he was a USC coach, mm-hmm. they probably would be like, "Oh, uh, they'd sweep that under the rug." They'd still claim the natties, but they wouldn't. No, I, I would agree. So much. But my point, basically, being is like he, like forever was just like he did things the right way. We, I think, we would all admit now, where everything's done the right, always done the right way under him. Probably not, but compared to most highly revered coaches. 
he was pretty clean. And I think Tom? we took that too far as a fan base. Yeah, Tom. I think we took that too far as a fan base. And he let's be honest, he retired young. He retired yeah, he real did. young. And, you know, because of everything he did after, a lot of it good. Don't get me wrong. But we saw how fallible he was in those post-coaching years. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, so to me, Tom Osborne is literally his coaching career and what he did with, like, teammates. And that's that's Tom. That is true. I mean, you got to give it to him for teammates, whatever the motivation for it is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he did a, phenomenal, a lot of really good things. But, like, you know, his, his congressional career, his run for governor, right. his, athle- his athletic department time, um, regardless of what your beliefs are, there were some pretty interesting hiccups under him. You know, I mean, like, I think everybody can, you know, I know there's a lot of people who think he should have stayed on longer as athletic director. I have questions, you know, um, you know, he went to DC, he wanted to do, you know, be a great congressman. There really wasn't a whole, he really didn't do a lot, you know, like, like in his time there, like it really wasn't to me that impressive, um, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. Right. He probably had to be horrified when he got the, come on. What? He had to be horrified when he got to Washington, D.C. I mean, come on. I think man. what happened is he got there and he realized how little power he had. And you go from being like this guy who runs an entire university and all of a sudden you're one of 400 and some congressmen. You know, like in, in you, you know, you start out, you're at the bottom. You you get very, I think, he, you know, disgruntled. You know, but that's an entirely different story. The point is, is that, you know, w- w- I-, I agree with you guys. We hold him a little too high. Yeah. Um, and we should really just focus on he was a phenomenal coach. He was a very, very good. He is a very, very good human being. Yeah. You know. And he, men- he mentored shit tons of people. Oh, a ton. Oh, uh, the amount of people. He was loyal to his coaches to the bitter end, too. Loyalty goes yeah. a long way in my eyes. Uh-huh. No, he's phenomenal. Like, I mean, I. Anybody who was able to be coached under him, I think, is blessed beyond anything for the rest of their life. They, they got something lucky when they when when they were okay. coached under Tom Osborne. Okay, we'll take some comments. Beetle B says he's a political force in this state, which yeah, no, uh, no. You know, I was down there and I asked, uh, what was I? I was at my sister's house and I asked something like, when are they gonna? legalize marijuana in Nebraska or when are they going to legalize gambling and they'll turn and look when Tom Osborne dies and I'm like holy shit well, they already did legalize weed in Nebraska they just call it Delta 8 it's the same thing it's just shitty weed I didn't know I that I smoked Delta okay. 8 in Texas I just had to smoke a bigger joint but I got just as high <laughs> mm-hmm. so okay Hus- Husker Bob says Bill McCartney holds himself up to be a saint Osborne not so much that's a good point. I don't know Thank who that you, is. Thank you, Husker Bob. Bill McCartney. Uh, Colorado coach. Coach of Colorado, oh, yeah, 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 for yeah, God's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He founded Promise Keepers. Terrell Farley's taint says, I hate Tom because he fought leaving the athletic department, and it's the reason Pelini was such a dick towards administration. <clears throat> I'll let you guys discuss that one. We didn't have the greatest miss. Well, yeah. That's a long time. I, I don't know. Tom- oh, God. That's a mixed bag. <laughs> Rough. Uh, I have no. I. I'm gonna. I've said it a billion times, so I'm just gonna say it real easy. Sorry. Uh, Pelini was a dick long before Tom Osborne. No, that's true. The, he and the administration did not mesh well. And and but I <laughs> but I course is also a pussy. He's. A, I met him once. He's an interesting cat. He's different. He's plastic. Like, uh yeah yeah i mean like it's he's he was not cut out for this job no i don't but but here's they used to who hired him osborne perlman oh perlman was it harvey perlman see i I, i'm i'm of the point in my life where i i no longer blame coaches i go higher up i go athletic department the ad and then I go, who are AD? And every university is a little bit different. But here, it was Perlman. That's where the issues lie, if you ask me. And Perlman was a very good in his job outside of that. But that was a mistake on his part. 
Didn't he have Barry Alvarez's blessing or some damn thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sean Eichhorst was recommended by Barry Alvarez. So really, Barry Alvarez tried to, to-, to- torpedo the program. Language gets hard when I'm tired. Uh, Joel Tilson says Devaney and Osborne made history, and that is a very good point. Thank you, Joel. And then Tom Tom Chapelier says, Dr. Tom was an amazing coach and placed us in the Big Ten, but local Mm -hmm. media gave him a pass. That's true, too. Uh, Yeah, Local media tends to give everybody a pass unless they really hate hate them in their – Bo Pelini, well, let's let, let's touch on that a little bit. In regards to the local media, it, it's kind of it goes both ways because the university and the athletic department desperately need local media to get their message out, and local media needs the athletic department to sell news. Like so, local media basically has to mind their p's and q's in regards to a lot of this stuff, which sucks. I've got a solution. In a lot of ways. I mean, you know, they really can only dive so deep or they're going to bite the hand that feeds them. I've got a solution. Not saying that's a reason. Hell Varsity stays the way they are, Mm -hmm. but they bring on Ernie Chambers (laughs) as a writer that covers press conferences alongside, you know, Aaron. Is it uh, Aaron now that's doing it? Aaron Sorensen, yeah. Yeah. She at least used to. I don't know them. if they send somebody else now. She might have moved on to like Athlon or something like that. Or... No, no, she's, she's still, still with Hill I think okay. she's, she's, she might be higher up she's, or something. She's now. moving up the chains. Mm-hmm. She's dope. She's awesome. She's, she is very yeah. good, yeah. yeah she's easily one of the best favorites. media members in the state of Nebraska, hands down. Yeah, her and Severe, I think, are my two favorites. And <laughs> Dirk. Because he's Dirk. a troll and he's a great retired. He retired. Did he? Well, he at least left the World Herald. I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, he he's left like, about He's younger than I am. He's my age. How old are you? 41. Okay, yeah, I'm 43. Yeah. I don't think Dirk liked me much. <laughs> we'll just leave it what at is, that and go on. I just what does that say, though? What does that say, John? <laughs> it says we're too much alike. <laughs> <sighs> okay what are, are you done with the whole tom osborne thing tweety yeah i'm done okay <laughs> hey patrick just out of curiosity yeah. if you turned mm-hmm. your camera around is there somebody tied up in your like basement with you or something no it's a bunch of pictures my kids uh painted me okay just just checking you want me to take this thing off? Take what off? No. The back one. Okay. No, it's okay. Okay, okay. You, guys, you guys carry on. No, you're fine. Oh, I got a question. Okay, John, should I pop that, the one that I brought up earlier this week? Okay, good. All right. Here's one, Tweety. You're going to like this. So over memorial day weekend this popped in my head and it's been philosophically messing with me i'm not 100 percent where i am on it but the question is if you take away your history with nebraska and husker sports husker football and you put you just look at husker let's say just do husker football you look at husker football through your personality through your worldview with take that history out, whether it was your dad who went there, you went there, you grew up in Lincoln, take all that away. Would you still, would, do you think you would still be a Nebraska Cornisker fan? I wouldn't be a football fan, period. Okay. Nice wow, he was really quick with that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, only, I only care about Husker football. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to, when I was younger, I used to care about. Um, football. I used to like. I watched every NFL game. I would watch every Husker game. I cared more, but as I got older, like I got shit to do, man. Mm-hmm. And and while football's fun, if, I'd rather watch UFC. Mm-hmm. But I, I I I love watching Husker games because your heart's into it, right? right. 
and it's that's a part the thing. Of, it's a part of your identity but let's say let's take okay you were born uh, lincoln right yeah born and raised yeah let's say you were born in some other place and like you looked California. from an outsider view from an outsider view you looked at husker football and husker fandom do you think you would be a fan in that situation um you see what depends. i mean if i was born in ohio mm-hmm. i would probably be an ohio state fan mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Because I would have yeah, been. Because yeah. I'm gonna, I'm but gonna go you, all in on what I go all in on, right? Oh, totally. But would you look at the Husk? But how you look at Husker football right now, like all the positives, would you look at it that way and still be like, "Wow, that's a great team," or "That's a great culture," or "That's a great fan base"? No, I'd be no, no way. I'd be a dissident. Okay. Yeah, there's no way I would because it's just my nature. Like, fuck Alabama. And I have no reason to feel that way, except they were really good. And they're not Nebraska. Like, mm-hmm. I just take hard stances for zero reason. Mm-hmm. And in the 90s, I would have either not been a fan at all. I would have just been an Oilers fan because I was a diehard Oilers. Like, I was a bigger Oilers fan than I was a Husker fan. Warren Moon, right? Warren Moon all day, every day. I got, yeah. Um he actually, I found, dude, I randomly found him on LinkedIn and sent him an old starter jacket, mm-hmm. and he signed it for me and sent it back like two years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then videotaped it, so I got to watch him sign it and everything. Um, oh, yeah, it's super cool, man. Um, what did you just What did you just say? I just take hard stances for zero reason? Yeah. This sounds like your memoir title. Huh. <laughs> It's just who I am. I don't know why. I don't know why. It'll be. It'll be. It'll I don't be your mean epitaph it. on your tombstone. I took hard stances for no reason. Yeah, dude. I should make that. Yeah, bumper sticker. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I was thinking a T-shirt design, but. Uh, oh yeah, dude. If you put that on a hoodie, I'll buy it. You got to put Queenie's <laughs> name on it, though. <laughs> I take okay. hard stances for no reason, Tweety. <laughs> I don't. I, I. You know, you asked me that the other day on Slack, and I. I really don't know. I. But, but do you see what I mean? Like, like it, it, I mean, this is where your political views come from. This is where your philosophy on life comes from. You know, it would is? you be a Husker fan? You know, like everything, your personality. Would you be a Husker fan? Well, what I, my answer to you in Slack was that when I was in high school, I applied to Notre Dame in Michigan and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. One of either Notre Dame or Michigan accepted me. I can't remember which one it is. I could have never afforded to gone to either of those schools anyway. Uh, both of my brothers were in the military. Both of them, uh, my brother Jerome went to Vietnam. My brother Jim went to West Germany during Vietnam. They both came back and independently said, do not join the army, just go to school. And I actually listened to somebody else for once in my life. So that's how I ended up at University of Nebraska, Lincoln. You'd have died uh, in a war. I probably would have done something Immediately. stupid. Yeah. You, you yeah, would have been the first one. Like, hey, what's going on, Dick? Lights out. Saucy <laughs> Road. <laughs> you'd like open the door to the bunker and beat i'd be that guy yep it well, would have been the 80s so the contras would have gotten him <laughs> so so i mean it's hard to separate the whole you know would you be a nebraska fan i you know it's tough isn't it it's yeah. tough to think about because they're you know you know i will never waver my support for nebraska but, you know, who I am, you know, are there other schools or are there other programs that align with me more than Nebraska? I, I suppose that I suppose that if I ended up would have been able to go to uh, Notre Dame or Michigan, you know, I would have ended up being feeling superior to everybody the rest of my life. And <laughs> John just hanging out, sniffing his own farts till the day he dies. <laughs> But, you know, when I went to Nebraska, the thing about going to Nebraska for me personally was that uh, I grew up in Curtis. So, yes, Terrell Farley's taint asked, John, are you from Curtis? Yes, I am. I think the thing about growing up in Curtis is that I've always been kind of weird. 
Uh, I didn't really belong there. It was a great place to grow up. But when I, I told myself when I got to Nebraska, I was going to UNL, I was going to try to figure out who I was going to be for the rest of my life. And I ended up with a group of people that were very a special group of people mm-hmm. to be around. You know, Todd was one of them, but there were a number of other ones that were, uh, <laughs> they, they were goofballs. They were really kind of just in, insane people, but they went out in their lives and accomplished a, a lot of things, you know? So I, I was fortunate to end up with them. And I guess that's where they kind of welded together the whole uh, love for the University of Nebraska and Husker football and all of that stuff because it was a foundation for the rest of my life, and which was decades ago. Decades. Decades. Dude, it is weird. Like how many, like where you'll find, like there's a related, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Um, instant relationship with Husker fans all over, like literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you have that with most fan bases, don't you? I don't know about most. You have them with the big ones. I'm sure Alabama. Yeah. Oh yeah. Notre Dame for sure. Probably Ohio Michigan. State. Mm-hmm. Michigan, not Iowa. I guarantee there's no goddamn Hawkeye fans in Sri Lanka. I guarantee it. But I bet you there's a Husker fan. They haven't even been in a in a national championship game so that like some poor country got like the wrong the shirts that they didn't use. You know what I mean? There's there's some third world country that's hanging out with a with a, a rose a rose bowl lost t-shirt for just when they got beat by Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Um, okay. I know that, I mean, you can walk up to, for, I've done this. I, I've walked up to Michigan fans or Ohio State fans or shit like that at an airport if they're wearing a shirt. Or if I see Texas fans, my comment to them is usually, uh, did you put that shirt on by choice or did somebody force you against your will? Hmm. Do you need help? And they, they usually, Texas fans don't take that shit very well. They don't. Michigan well, fans, Michigan fans will usually somebody. They're going to be a dick back. <laughs> no, you can smile at them when you're saying it, but they, Texas fans are really like. <laughs> and Michigan fans will usually recognize that you're being humorous and you know deal with that on that level. Dude, Michigan fans and Ohio State fans are all little whiny poo pants. I've never been around more snivelly little fans. Like at least Hawkeye fans are like drunk doofuses, but like Hawkeye fans know their place in life. Yeah, and that's just to get drunk and like talk city folk and pushing over cows. Like that's what they're like. You know, they're just dumber versions of Nebraskans. What? <laughs> uh, so, what about you, Patrick? I'm not a hundred percent, you know, you know, my, you know, my, in my heart of hearts, I want to say I would probably still be a Husker fan. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent, you know, there are other parts of the country that I really enjoy. You know, I, I associate a lot of universities that I enjoy with where they're at in the country. Um, their programs, uh, you know, all that weird stuff, you know, you look at when you're in high school that I've just kind of kept with. And, you know, I, I don't know. I want to say yes. Uh, Tweety brought up a really great point on, you know, you know, when we were growing up, you know, Huskers were curb stomping everybody, you know? Yeah. Uh, I might it, not it have liked easy. them to face off. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, re- I respect Alabama. I respect Ohio state kind of, um, but I'm nobody has done less. I wouldn't be based. I wouldn't be a fan based off that. You know. You know, I might well, be a Husky, I, well, actually a Husky fan. I don't know. But dude, it's 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 impossible. It's one of those things that's impossible to answer. Oh, totally. You, like I've been reading. So this is going to sound super stupid, but I've been reading these weird books. Like um, I try to read a little bit every night before I go to bed. That way, I can say I read books. Like and Kierkegaard? the last have been sort of like about Schrodinger's cat. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. quantum. Uh, Are you learning about string theory? A lot of it is string theory stuff, but they're fiction. But they're fiction with string theory okay. in it, right? 
And so it is, it, but if you read them, it all make you go, oh, it does make sense that just a little tweak here and a little tweak there, and nothing's the same. Butterfly effect. Yeah. So like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd be a Husker fan. I think I'd be a, if I was born in New Zealand, I'd be a diehard rugby fan. Go all blacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was a, yeah, if sure. I was, if I was born in Iowa, I'd be super into fucking my sister. Like, I don't know. I would be, I would do whatever the locals do. Yeah. And that's, and that's the easy answer, but it's, I'm coming from more of a, the, the philosophical side of, you know, who you are, you know, like, what would you? You know, like, would the Huskers even interest you? You know, from an out, no, being an outsider, probably not. It all depends. Yeah, yeah I mean, I? you know what I mean. Like, it, yeah. it's a tougher question than than it comes across. You know, like, like w- there's so many variables on what make what makes up your psyche. What would push you towards being a Husker fan? I would not have liked Tom Osborne because he's so religious. See, you know, th- those things matter. That's why I said, like, you know, there's a lot of variables involved. Dabo Sweeney, not I can't get behind Dabo Sweeney for the same reason. I just can't do it. He's Southern Tom Osborne. I, I I've come to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, without the I W's. Thought... Well, he got a national title. Yeah, Tom yeah, Osborne really. had three. Get it together, Dabo. <laughs> okay. Uh, Terrell's Farley's taint says, has any other coach done less with more than Tom Osborne from 73 to 93? Yes. Trestle, um, Urban Meyer, um, every coach from Ohio State. Patrick? Ohio State did has always had a ungodly amount of talent that they don't always do a lot with. That is very true. That's kind of what you're getting at, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's it. No, you bring up a good point. Um, while those guys did win national titles, they probably should have done more. And they always got manhandled. Like when you put them up against the, like a uh, Alabama or like another, mm-hmm. like real grind them out team. Ohio state just was always kind of was soft. Well, Michigan went from Michigan went from 1948 to 1997 without a national title. You mean without half a one? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah, but but here's the thing: like uh, like those Michigan had teams that were legitimately not good during that time. There has really only been maybe a decade or so of Ohio state's history where they were not great. Think about, you know what I mean? Like look at their history. They almost since forever, they've always been at least really good, you know? And and they, and then, you know, their losses where they pissed it down their leg or something. You know what I mean? Like what you're getting at Tweety. Ohio state's a good answer. I mean, honestly, yeah, it is. It is. You know, I mean, it really is a good answer because they had so much. They've always had so much, but they don't have nearly as much as they probably should in terms of success. And they are a highly successful program, right? Whenever you, if you see Ohio State in a in the playoff, right? You never go out there shoe in. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. they probably got the second best recruiting class year over year. Mm-hmm. Behind like Alabama, they're always in the SEC, Georgia, something like that. You know, yeah, they're always missing something that that keeps them from the pinnacle. That's a good point. And what is it? That's like, coaching, I think, because they have all the pieces. It's not like they have soft players. No, and they've got the administrative report. They've got ungodly amount of fans. I mean, they're they've got everything they need. Honestly, I've always viewed Texas should be where Ohio State is technically. Yeah, that's another good one because Texas has got all the talent in their state, mm-hmm. and they're not forever, forever, and they yeah. always will. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they should, they should be year in and year out where Ohio State is. They should be. There's no excuse, which makes it even worse for them. I always thought UCLA was underachievers, dude. That's a basketball school. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, UFC. James E. James Bo- James Boardman says I always thought UCLA underachieves. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't even can't. I would. I would. They did. I, they underachieve in everything. Then 
I get the idea that they're underachievers in the sense that they're from L.A., but I'll yeah. tell you something, man. These L.A. kids are soft as fuck. They're so – I mean, dude. Aren't you raising an L.A. kid? Yeah, but I'm not <laughs> raising him with – I'm not – he's fucking enormous. He's <laughs> he's enormous, dude. We, he's six months today. We just got his six-month checkup today, and he's 20 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a big nice. kid. Yeah, and we're going to put him in, like, kickboxing when he's, like, three. He's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> but, like – but like, yeah, I don't, these kids, I remember when I first moved out here back home, I was always one of the smallest people wherever I went. I was like five eleven, a buck 70. Like I was just a little dude in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I move out here. Like I went to Chicago first and came out here. I'm like maybe a buck 80, maybe. And I'm every bar I went into, I was like one of the biggest dudes there. Mm-hmm. People out here are just little. Everybody's Tom Cruise. Everybody's Tom Cruise. Okay, wait. I put up another one. Oh my God, uh, Tony. T- Tony's going to have to send me an email to tell me how to pronounce his name because he's been on before. Tony Lashland. You got to you got to put this syllable on the wrong. You know the raw the right impasse. Blashland. Blash. Tony. Tony says Pelini is the only coach Nebraska has had since they joined the Big Ten that understood how the game is played in this conference. Disagreed. He knew yeah, how the okay. game was so played Mike in the Big Riley conference. Once he got to the Big Ten, he couldn't stop the run. Well, it takes time to develop that stuff. And I think he, I think I would agree with he did know, but it doesn't mean he did it. You know? His defensive might, backs, because he's a defensive backs guru. That's what he was known for. Dude, his, his defense – dude, the secondary was always good under him. Yeah, that's what he was known for. And so he yeah. would have – he would have dominated in the Big Twelve. It's a that's a defensive back <laughs> conference, you know. Big yeah. Ten is a ground and pound, mm-hmm. except for like Ohio State. MK comes in with outside of Notre Dame. What schools would someone be a fan out of without some connection to the state or college? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. BYU. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a religious connection there and Notre Dame. So. That's what I'm getting at, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. BYU. I want to say Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Military school? Because Navy and Army. Well, it's, it's kind of a fake military school. <laughs> I worked at Texas A&M years ago. I put the sound system in their football stadium. I oh. uh, almost got killed there on multiple occasions, but I didn't. Why? Because I was wily. I mean, I, I would wouldn't have been that, that guy. The op- I would not have been the guy that opened the door and went boom. I would have been the guy that ducked. And they but blew Texas A and M, Texas A and M, Texas A and M. I could. Texas A and M is just has that bizarre. I don't know some kind of bizarre aura about it. That attracts kind of I don't know everybody in the military says it's a cult. It is kind of a cult. It is bizarre. Well, it, it's, it's interesting. Like, I, I went to the it's last. Not, I, I was just saying, I went to the last Nebraska game down there before they left the big you know the Big Twelve, the one where Pelini went off on Martinez, and it's interesting because it's about a forty thousand person <laughs> campus, but the Corps of Cadets is about 2,500 students. And the yeah. culture of that Corps of Cadets permeates throughout the campus. If, it does. You know, that's like, like that's unique. That is unique. Yeah. That's you know, like is. I mean, I've been to Virginia. I went to the Virginia Tech game back in the day. Virginia Tech's got a similar situation on their campus. It's nothing like Texas A and M. Nothing. Fred Sacco comes in with I've always liked LSU. I could have been an LSU fan. You know, I think that's true for any functioning alcoholic. <laughs> functioning alcoholics would be attracted to LSU. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to go to Tiger Stadium and see a game just to at yeah. night be at around. Night. Yeah. Yes, just to just to see pure batshit mm-hmm. insanity. Probably, mm-hmm. probably, honestly, the complete opposite of Nebraska fans. So, okay. Um. I so, think that who have been the most – I bet you you can track 
if you could make like a graph, like a bar graph or something, right? Some sort of chart. And you charted fans that like teams that they have no connection to. Mm-hmm. I bet you it almost tracks with who's hot. So like now I bet you there's more Georgia fans than I remember in the nineties, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Husker gear on somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Min Minnesota, you go to the Mall of America's Husker gear. Um, you know, I didn't go to a whole lot of places. But when I did go there, there was Husker. I thought everybody was a Husker fan when I was a kid. I didn't know that everybody was. I, I would throw Duke in there. Duke or oh, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, they do have that kind of – You know. They do have that. Kind of anywhere. You know, you, you can see Duke and UNC stuff almost anywhere in the United States. You know. You know, I walked up to a guy wearing a Nebraska shirt at the Mall of America one time, and I said, hey, man, where are you from? He looked at me and said – it's just a shirt. And I said, you better take it the fuck off because everybody's going to be asking you the same question. He got really pissed off at me. And I'm like, you can't be walking around wearing a Nebraska fucking shirt and say it's just a shirt because it's not. You know, and he, he and then we, you know, and then the security came and we had to leave. I bet you he's Tom Chapel, <laughs> Tom Chapelier. I, I, if I actually know Tom, okay, he's good people. <laughs> uh, Miami, I bet, is a good answer. Yeah, My, yeah, USC. Miami, especially well, back in the 80s and 90s. There's a lot of just random Miami fans throughout the country. Yeah, because of that swagger and the crack I, and the. I knew a guy in college, never been to Florida, had the ibis tattoo. The what? The ibis, whatever, the bird. The bird. Yeah. My brother bought, you know, thinking about it, my brother, born and raised in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I don't know if he was born in Lincoln, but he was definitely raised in Lincoln. Husker fan through and through. Um, When I was, I'd have been like, it was when when Troy Aikman beat us when he played for UCLA. Whatever year that was, 88? Yeah, somewhere in there, 87, I think. Yeah, yeah. he brought me a um, – he came back. He'd moved, and he was living in Florida, and he brought me a Miami Hurricanes hat. Which is – now thinking about it, I never really thought about it before, but, yeah, it's very weird, but he did. And so maybe, yeah, Miami makes sense to me now. Yeah. USC, because that's where all the rich people are, right? All I can think of when I think of USC is OJ Simpson and Reggie Bush. Yeah. But didn't, uh, wasn't there the scandal to get the rich kids into the celebrity rich kids into USC? Aunt yeah. Becky. Yeah, wasn't Becky, Aunt there Becky? you go. Yeah. Aunt was Becky Aunt was Becky. one of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my God! What else do we have for a June? It's June. Football is not that far away, but there's no, there's not much really. There, there's a lot of fake news. I think all the realignment stuff is pretty much fake. It sounds like you know Colorado I mean? might, is, is open to, to moving back. Yeah, to but I think anybody yeah, I, in the world is open to anything right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, the reason why I say it's fake is because it's it's not going to happen like in the next two months. We're not going to know anything. You know, there's no reason for anybody to really make a move unless the Pac-12 their 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 TV deal is due up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, still not, th- that thing should have been done months ago, and it's nothing's happened with that TV deal. I mean, they. I could see something happening in the next few months if that thing doesn't. I could see happen in the next few days. I mean, yeah. How much notice did we get before USC and UCLA was announced? And how did they keep that a secret? Meetings in Singapore. Yeah. Big Ten keeps a secret, dude. I'm going to be honest. People that use words like bunghole, I don't like it. (laughs) Where did that even come from? Fred Sacco. (laughs) Oh, really? <laughs> of all the things you say, that bothers you. I immediately go to Beavis and Butthead. So, dork. I hate when people call like 
Like, and they mean it's what's funny to say it in jest. It's another thing to like, what a fucking dork. Like, it's like, all right. And then I've got a list of these things that bother me. Pat Jansen knew them all and he would say them just to get under my skin. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we're going to start jizz. A list, another man. one. I hate the word jizz. <laughs> just say come like an adult. Uh, you're gonna have fun when your kid gets older and starts speaking. Yeah, that's a. I don't. I have a theory on this. You just you treat swearing like Italians treat wine, and that is what it. You just don't make a big deal I, about it, then they won't think it's a big deal. I I don't disagree with that. I mean, my my, you know, I, I always say, and I've said this before. Uh, if you're if I am around a new father, I usually will say, um, "Are you going to teach your kid how to swear?" And normally their answer is no because their wife is standing there. And then at which point I say, "So you're going to leave that up to uh, culture, the kid down the street, that guy over there. This is not Minecraft. a part of fatherhood." For- yeah, this is not a part of fatherhood for you. It's a very important part of fatherhood. I don't even think so. it's an important part. If the if the worst thing my the worst thing Axe ever does is say come in class, fine. I can think well, of a million true. things that are worse than that. Well, my kids were young during the Bill Callahan years, so they swear very well. <laughs> How many of your kids are Husker fans? Probably my oldest son. My daughter really, I don't, she pays attention mostly, I think, uh, so she can just, you know, jab me. And then the youngest son, of course, the rotten son is, of course, a gopher alum now. So there you go. Yeah. So the farther away from Nebraska I got, I became a bigger fan. Yeah, I agree with that. See, when I lived I outside the state, I was I grew bigger too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like um, it's it, it gives Absence you like this makes brief, it's what I say. It gives you this brief At, idea of home. Yeah, like Abs- every week for twelve weeks, I would hang out with Nebraskans. I'd feel like I was home. Mm-hmm. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is the phrase. Right. We knew what it was, John, but we were going to let you finish it anyways. <laughs> Terrell Farley's Taint says, John paid money to the University of Minnesota. Uh, no, I did not because I didn't pay for my kids to go to school. When they were young, I said, uh, I'm not paying for your fucking college to figure out a degree you're going to graduate in so you can pay for it yourself. And uh, so far, I got a biochemist and a mathematician, so... Uh, the oldest one went to one school year of school and uh, decided it wasn't for him. So no, I did not pay any money to the University of Minnesota because I, I you know, they you got to figure that out. I I don't understand why parents just pay for college. And if you, nope. you know, the other thing I explained the the other thing I explained to him is this: you can go because I'm not paying for your college. You can go. Anywhere you want in the universe. You can make your own life. You can pick whatever you want to do. There you go. And I won't have any chains on you. But if I'm going to pay for your college, you're going to go where I want you to. And you're going to do what I want you to. And I knew my kids didn't want any part of that. So it was an easy out. (laughs) Doesn't the university pay you? Maybe. Maybe. All right. All right. All right, uh, Tony Wasland says, John, are you taking you making your son take you to the opener? I think that conference the tickets are now going on sale, so I think we're gonna we'll be talking about that soon. Have you been taken I, off the University of Minnesota athletic <laughs> department's blacklist yet? I I don't know. Okay. I uh, I you know I really am I'm not gonna ask I'm not gonna worry about it I'm just not gonna I'm I'm gonna you know I enjoyed like when I went to the baseball games I enjoyed being a fan because I realized mm-hmm. when we were watching sitting there watching Penn State I was next to Aaron and I was next to Todd and they were doing all the articles and I thought I can just sit here and do nothing I don't have to work I can say hi hi how are you thank you it's nice to meet you and then that was really great and I I kind of enjoyed that idea so. 
Did you meet a I lot think of I'll fans? Just there? Be a, you know, there were a few that came up to me and said hello. I had one guy want his picture taken with me, and he said, "Doesn't everybody do this?" And I said, "Not, <laughs> but no." <laughs> okay. Is there any coronation people in L.A. besides me? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Uh, no. Cool. Can I get on the field for the when we play USC and UCLA? Uh, probably. Yeah. Cool. No, if you have a camera, yeah. If you have a camera, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a professional photographer and videographer, right? That's what I do. Yes, <laughs> I've, I've heard that. Behind me over here, that are scattered yeah, That's. Do a, you have anybody tied there. in your base up? Do you have anybody tied up in your basement? No. First of all, it's not it a basement. Like a, no basement. Oh, it's a garage. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's a virtual basement. Yeah, I do have a cockroach <laughs> infestation. <laughs> Which sucks, dude. I suppose it does. Dude, I used of. to do yoga right there every morning, and now I don't even. I won't even go anywhere other than right here. That does kind of ruin everything. It does. Are they that long? How big are they? Um, no, little. They're fucking. In, oh, I told you everything. Really? I told you everything in LA is small. Oh. <laughs> all right route- you know what we're slowly dwindling down the drain here and i'm getting yep. i need to go to bed we're, it's off season so, man it is the off season and i think i think we'll be done and i still haven't heard anything from greg so i hope that yeah he's where the hell is greg okay. he, he's the one who's I like dude I be ready to go at 850 or whatever yeah he was he was. That's what's kind of disturbing about it. I hope that, you know, everything is oh, all right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's who. Guys, I'm so sorry. I got on my six o'clock appointment. Oh, wait. Maybe I shouldn't read it out loud. <laughs> he hit us up on Slack, though. <laughs> He's like, guys, oh, it's neg- it, guys, it's negative. I'm cool. I'll be on in a bit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. He's fine. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll kill him. We'll have to kill him later. All right. I think that's going to be it for tonight because uh, it's June and it's late and I'm tired and old and right. crusty. And uh, right. the essential oils are wearing off. Uh, all right. For the Five Heart Podcast, uh, Five Hearts is all the hearts you need. And uh, da, 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 Tweety. Um. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Patrick Dan Falter lives okay that's... oh Terrell's got it Fatty rides the bus I refuse to say it I, I missed 